Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Maybe they're good. Anyway, it is April 3rd, 2023. This is Atlanta United FC Weekly, a home before dark podcast. Three weeks of uh, what? Kraken? Oh, no. oh, oh, the, the drinks. Yeah. No, I'm just doing it just to prove you wrong. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, how long did I say it was going to last? I think you said like four weeks. Oh, okay. <laughs> two weeks. We're two weeks in. This is three. Oh, sorry, three weeks in. Just because you took a week off doesn't mean you get to take it off yeah, the rest of fair. our time. That's fair. That's fair. Time served. I don't think that's how that works. Anyway, I'm Tim Herb. As always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Mr. Kevin Bradley, across the the way from me, drinking his Bloody Mary. That's right. Kevin pulled up to my house. I open up the door. He's just got like a little Tupperware that's barely filled. Like this is like a like a large soup Tupperware, and he's got like one pickle, a couple olives, and a couple tomatoes in there. There was no tomatoes, first of all. Okay, what was it? It, it, it was it's pickles. It was like Pickle the green night bean, before trash. Pepperoni and some olives. It was like the night before trash night, and you're like, oh, I got to throw away all the stinky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all the stinky stuff that I have. And then you got that one Tupperware in the back. I work that- on my gut biome, which is I'm on a big pickle cake right now. <laughs> I let the fridge digest it like 30% That's of the way, and then it. It pre-digestion. Um, no Dan James tonight. It is. Oh, I should have done vodka Red Bull. Oh, did not even think about that. You with caffeine at 8 p.m. on yeah. a Monday. You, yeah. you yeah. Stacy would have loved it. Yeah. Josh Pagaranski brought that up. Uh, <laughs> what are we? What are we drinking, fellas? And uh, Elliot Beaven said drinking uh, Red Bull tonight. I am drinking Lacroix Limoncello, which is a fantastic drink that I've finally not turned bad. Kevin on to. Um, and the only reason I have so much of it is because it's the main part of the seasonal Costco pack yeah, now. It is. Yeah, it, it is. takes up like 75% of that. I'm so excited for that potluck on Sunday because I can finally go get one of those peanut butter pies and not have the whole thing in the house <laughs> for just me because Stacey can't have it. <laughs> I don't blame you. That sounds fantastic. Um, shit, what was I going to say? I completely lost my train of thought um yeah thank you guys for tuning in in the trap if you're watching on youtube make sure that you hit the subscribe button the like button hit the little thumbs up notification bell icon whenever you get you get told whenever we go live um tonight we're on time because we don't have dan james we're without dan james it is if if those of you who commute into atlanta did not realize it is, it is spring, spring break, break. and yeah. oh it feels good yep it feels great to be uh to be driving around in the city again with uh with no traffic. Uh, we got Elliot Beaven, Richard Gordon, Carl Segi, Mateo, Josh, the aforementioned Josh Pagriansky, <laughs> Jay Hannibal, Patrick Delaney, Nathan Explosion, NYCFC fan Nathan Explosion, who, yeah, we got that coming up Saturday. Nathan, and, uh, what should I drink next week? Go ahead and give me your suggestions. It's got to be blue. I need a blue blue curacao. Blue drink. curacao. And yes, we got sir. we got the uh, the always, the ever-present Brittany S. Ever-present. Ever-present. I think... If we were to give the a, yeah, a, a perfect, like an attendance award, yeah. yeah, at the end of the year, we should start doing that. We should you start like doing popsicle it. sticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the most gold stars? You get to pull something out of the prize box yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah. What? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> we should give away some prizes oh, at the end of the so season. Oh, that'd be so funny. Yeah. Like go to the dollar store and just get a shoe box, fill it up with prize stuff. <laughs> 
at the end of the year, we're doing drawings on the show. We show up outside of Mercedes Benz. It's like you get to choose one thing and you can't look. <laughs> Hypodermic needles. So I took a tri- <laughs> took a trip to the Target bathroom and I got you some needles. How's everybody feeling? How are you feeling coming off a of Saturday or Sunday for you? Good, good. Um, Monkeys yeah. off the back, man. Yeah, um, it is. I think that that game was the first this season for all of the hubbub about the previous wins this season. I feel like that win was probably the most frustrating out of the bunch for a couple of different reasons. Like it just was probably the least uh, convincing win, not just from the scoreline, but just chance creation and build up, build up and play. And some of that's for different reasons that I'm sure we're going to talk about tonight. One of which was the fact that I did not realize until I was looking at it afterwards, like, God, there's a lot of yellow cards in that game. Just a lot of fouls in general. Half of the field players got yellow cards. There were 10 yellow cards in that game. Yeah. So hold half on. of the Sorry. fielded players ended up with yellow cards over the course of that match. So I didn't get to do this yet. And I was, I was working on it and hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, trying to download this so I can show it. I feel like mm. a boomer. Um, Carl Seggy, good point. Our next episode is episode 200. Mm-hmm. That is exciting. Yep. Which we we gotta find out something to do for it. We gotta 200. do something. Yeah. Drinking two hundred white claws live on air. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just we're gonna do a telethon where we just drink two hundred white claws. <laughs> so this is what I was this is what I was getting at. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to do that whenever. Yeah. Uh, if you guys aren't watching, I'm sharing a little the Oprah Oprah meme of you get a yellow card and you get a yellow card yeah. and you get a yellow card. That dude. Brutal. That dude had no control over the game whatsoever. You know, I was, I, I didn't have a ton to commit to memory from Saturday. That was one of the things, though, is like, aside from obviously the goal, feeling like our defense did a great job being able, whatever, we, we can talk about all that stuff, but he just lost control early on in the early match. Early on. Early on in the match, it didn't help that, like, regardless of the inconsistencies in his call or the amount of yellow cards he threw out, it's. I'm not going to say they weren't warranted. There was a ton of fouls in that game. There should have been both teams were going at each other from the jump. Yeah, there should have been a red card. Um, when was that? Oh, in the first half with the keeper that came out. Yeah, on, uh, he didn't even get booked, did he? No, he got rug burn real bad on his front head. <laughs> oh my but, gosh, uh, on his yeah. front head. <laughs> oh my gosh. If anybody under, if 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 there is a single person listening to this or watching that understands the reference of a front head. <laughs> Please tweet us <laughs> at home before dark. Home B in the number four dark. Uh, oh my gosh! Sorry. Side note: Athens finest though. Yeah, you know they're from UGA, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that definitely should have been a red. I can't believe he got away with that. Yeah. Out of the box, slide tackling a player, um, using hands and getting all of the player. So it was either, either it should have been a, and it wasn't close. It wasn't in the box, right? It was like right at the edge. Mm-hmm. So it should have been a penalty or not a penalty. It should, should have been, been a, a free, red card. It should have been a free kick and a red card. Yeah, absolutely. If if not, it should have been yellow because I could see at, from the at refs the very least a yellow. From yes. the ref standpoint, I could see where he could yeah. think, he could make the case that the defender could recover. Again, if you're gonna that. give Yakamakis a yellow card for a slide tackle that he got all ball, but it was a reckless play, understandably, like took out the player in the process. Same thing should have been on the other end of that, where like the the keeper got zero contact on the ball, and it was a really reckless play with the use of his hands outside of the yeah, box. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, dude, that Yakamakis that was aggressive. I I I thought that I thought that scissor tackles like that were completely bad. I thought that was a, that that should have that could have not in Greece, still legal in Greece. That could, yeah, <laughs> that could justifiably have drawn a red, um, and I don't think we would have really had a leg to stand on there. But he did get the ball. Neither and, did to that player. <laughs> and my man defended 
uh, Franco Ibarra on that. Oh, yeah. 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 That's like, a, that's a player who's got his teammates back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because sure. that was, yeah. Uh, that was great to see. But yeah, there was there were several of those. I forget uh what's his name from Red Bull starts with an A. Um Almay or what is it? I can't remember it. Uh their striker comes and takes out uh Ibarra like on the touch line. They they get he gets tangled up with somebody else and he just comes out of nowhere and just clips. Is it Frankie Amaya? Shit. Yeah, Amaya. Yeah, that's yeah. who I was thinking. Um but yeah, just comes out of nowhere and clips him. I mean, it was just those kinds of fouls back and forth all night long. Um, I think that that really ultimately there was other contributing factors, but I think that that was a big part of why Atlanta and New York for, to some extent, neither team seemed to get a real consistent hold on the game on either side of the ball because it was constantly possession was constantly being upended because of a foul of some kind, you know, it was real stop. It's like stop and start type of match. Um, Yeah, just to read out some of the stats, we had 59% possession. It didn't seem like that, but you look at the pass success, they they only had 72% pass completion, which seems very low to me. Yeah, yeah, I I was overall... So I was overall very pleased. It's like, to your point, it's an ugly game and it's hard to look at that and be excited other than the fact that like, those are the types of games I think if you're a good team those are the types of games that like you have to scrape and crawl or like yeah. claw to get a result. And, and honestly, I think we stole three points out of that match. And those are the types of games that you look back on as a team that has home field advantage in the playoffs. And you say, thank God we won that game. Thank God Absolutely. we were able to stabilize defense defensively and kind of control things in the midfield. I thought Franco Abara was outstanding. Abara, I feel like, has got that position locked up over Yo, 100%, dude. I mean, I just don't it's know not how even you, a, yeah. you backtrack with that at this point. Um, you know, you mentioned the defense playing well, and I think they did overall. I mean, several players had really standout tackles inside the 18, both Parada and Miles. Miles Robinson had one early on in the game that yeah. was fucking clutch. Those two had a couple standout um, recoveries. Yes. And the, so that's, yes. that's, that's a good point, though. It's like... Okay, may, they were put in positions where they did have to recover. Yeah. I didn't think Caleb Wiley played particularly well no. in that left back position. I think there is, obviously, he's 18, and I think there's room for him to grow there. But I, Gutman's I think, absence was noted. Yeah. I think 100%. I, I think out of everything over the course of the night, not seeing Gutman, and it's, there's nothing against not saying anything as ETN. I think that he certainly got in position to make plays. He had one position that. I know he's going to be thinking about since because he had a one-on-one breakaway he just, that he just took an extra touch. Cut, yeah, man. you got to like, cut and you got to take an extra. You, you got to take an extra weighted first touch to be able to get out and get out with pace. And he just, it just kind of fell apart on him. But overall, I think he played okay. But like I said, Gutman's absence was definitely noted on the defensive as well as the offensive side of the ball because Gutman's done so much on both sides yeah. that's unlocked Wiley's ability that. I think that Wiley's having to kind of recalculate where he falls in on a more defensive stability standpoint. ETN obviously building up some consistency with Almada on the top end, but even on the defensive side of the ball, I think that if I did have a frustration with the defense, it was that the defensive playing out of the backfield Almost like Atlanta got away with several possessions where Almada had two really errant passes that Red Bulls picked off that went down yes. for chance creation. Uh, Guzan almost gets stripped of the ball inside of the six. You know, there's there were several of those See, was, like just yeah. really, really like I don't know laziness. I guess on the defensive possession side of the ball, like. Whenever you're playing Red Bulls, you almost have to play out of the back because they're playing such a high press. You need to pull them that far to get the quick counter. Yeah. But you can't, if you're going to do that, it requires a certain level of specificity and how that, like, how the passes are linking up and how quick they're snapping back and forth. And I feel like that just wasn't really there this past week. Yeah. We, uh, Mateo said, I know it was a Mateo. It was a, Elliot even said it was a sloppy game. And that's true. I mean, they, they slung mud pretty yeah. early. I felt, and we got kind of caught into a dog fight, uh, or got pulled into yeah. a dog fight on Saturday. And we have a lot of players who I was surprised. Were you surprised? Were you as surprised as I was 
to see Almada starting, to see Yakamaka starting, to see Miles starting, all coming off of that international no, break. No? no, I wasn't because I think that coming off of that, had it not been right off of the Portland match, I think it may have been a different story. But coming off of a 6-1 drubbing, like that's something that I think from a club standpoint, it's like we need to get back into form and show what we're capable of. And it's still really early in the season too. If this was in another two months and they had played every match so far in the season, maybe you rest them regardless of the Portland outcome. But you're five matches in. They played on international duty. It's not like it was a two-day rest scenario. Yeah. You know, I don't see the issue with them coming in, and and especially Yakimakis, who needs to get those reps. Yeah, you know, no, as, for as sure. much as possible. No, and I and Etienne too yeah. is another one. Um, I no, I I agree. Like I I I was expecting to see them on the bench. I was happy to see them in. Um, Almada, Almada, you need to have playing because his stock just keeps skyrocketing yeah. every time he's on the field. Yeah, he. You know, I think everybody on Twitter was quick to call his this his worst match um, of the season. Mm-hmm. It obviously was, but he set a really high bar. He mm-hmm. had the thing is like he has so much ingenuity about him. I think that he sometimes is is gonna have like high risk, uh, yeah. high yeah. or whatever, high reward, high risk um, uh, play and. You know, sometimes they're errant passes because you're trying to you're yeah. trying to create something out of nothing, especially in a chaotic game like that. Yeah. He's the type of player I feel like is always trying to feed up upfield. And if he is being pressed like that and you know, everybody's kind of in disarray, him I don't know, trying to turn and make those uh, that that one specifically that you called out, that errant pass that they got they intercepted yeah. in front of our eighteen. Yeah. That was I was kind of shocked, but because it was in no man's land, that right? It really thing. was. It was, just, yeah. just, it was just a low weighted pass that he just, just carelessly kind of limped along, for lack of a better term. You know, um, yeah. Uh, several people kind of echoing that about um, Mateo mentioning that Red Bulls targeted his passing lane specifically. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they definitely did. They overloaded the midfield to cut off our passing. I agree, but at the same time... It was to know, their own detriment. Exactly, Yeah, exactly. And whenever you're playing a team that's going to high-press like that, you have to try to bait and switch that mentality out of them. You know, you know that they're going to be playing aggressive. The passes have to be that much cleaner because you have you know that you've got to pass around. It's like playing uh, NYCFC on the road. You know, you go to Yankee Stadium, you've got to have one-touch passes to be able to succeed in that stadium yeah. you know having long long terms of possession and, and wide open space to run in just doesn't happen on that field you know no. yeah and all it takes is if you're you know batting the ball around is to get it to get dispossessed on that field and that's it mm-hmm. like you're kind of screwed at that point um almada did have a shot that ended up netting us a goal yeah uh, yep. it was a uh, coronel is that the keeper's name um yeah, batted the ball down instead of catching it. Yeah. And Yakimakis was there. Um, I made this comment on Twitter, but I don't know that I've seen a player on our team have the work rate that yeah. Yakimakis has. Yeah. Like even towards the he was gassed, but he was still like running down the keeper whenever he was trying to waste time. Yeah. Or, or whatever he was trying to possess and um and pass out of the back. But he um yeah, I thought he was outstanding. Yeah. No, I he played really well. Um, his positioning, I think, is fantastic. It was unfortunate he missed that chip. Yeah. I don't know if he was meaning to chip. Do you think he was meaning to try and know. chip that? I really don't know. Maybe. I guess so. I mean, got to give him the benefit of the doubt, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like the kind of player. It just looks to me like yeah. the brick shithouse that's yeah. going to try and rip that ball into the back right. of the net. Right. But um, yeah, I really like what I'm seeing out of him. Two goals in two matches. Or no. Did he score? score against columbus no brooks lennon scored against columbus yeah scored against portland so sorry he didn't play against whenever i was saying portland i meant to say columbus yeah yeah he didn't play against columbus so his last two matches for us he has two goals um which is a positive sign it's two more goals than um the former number seven has joseph martinez down in miami six appearances through six appearances is that what it is yeah i mean i think he's played every game he might have gotten called down to venezuela but he did yeah so through five appearances i don't think he scored for venezuela so no he did (laughs) oh he did yeah he did yeah it was his first goal in a, a while i feel like um but yeah he he's still not scored yet 
Aruju had one of the worst games I've seen him have for us, I feel like. Yeah, and that's been the troubling thing out of the lineup is just how inconsistent I feel like he's been for whatever reason. And I feel like that's been the thing week in, week out that continues to come up is where is Aruju as far as his consistency and, and his his ability and you know Dan and I talked about that last week especially in the Columbus game where you expect him to really stand out you know you yeah. don't there is no Almada there is no Yakamakas there is no ETN like you've got none of these players around him to sort of get in his way or you know right to, to outshine him in some way and it's still been you know it's been a couple weeks now that we haven't really seen a whole lot of, I, you know, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but we just haven't seen a whole lot of excitement, I guess, around what he's been bringing, like what the product has been yeah. on the field, unfortunately. But how much, I mean, it is, I would say some of that is overshadowed by Almano's performances. Yeah. I think, especially in the Portland game, yeah. because you had a goal from Aruju in a very, like, I, I would say, he got himself in a great position. It was kind of an industrious goal because he was able to turn quickly in the box and, and put that ball in the back of the net. But, you know, obviously you don't sit a DP like Aruju, but I wonder what this lineup looks like if you have Gutman healthy, you push Wiley up on the left side and you put Etienne on the right side. I don't know if Etienne's capable of playing right or right wing. Yeah. But I really do love how seamlessly Etienne seems to fit into this lineup. I feel yeah. like his his link-up play on that left side has been, no matter if he's substituted or if he started, I feel like has been, it's it's been, been great. It's been great, but I still, I just, I can't help but feel like what, it's, it's going to take a couple more weeks for me personally to be convinced. Like, I just... The the production rate out of Gutman and Wiley on that side has sure, just been yeah. light out. Oh, I'm that not saying just... you sit Wiley. I'm saying no, yeah. Arush, no, maybe you, you yeah. have a match where you pull him. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It would be interesting to see that. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Arush because to Mateo's point, he said that guy had so much skill when he first showed up. And yeah, now it's not so much. I wonder how much he's in his head. I wonder if there's anything to like... Um his you know the rumors of him going back to brazil like if there's actually anything to him being unhappy maybe you know it's easy for players to get unsettled and their performances to really show <laughs> I through say, like i'll that. tell you what makes players happy and it's winning and you know i think that maybe you know teams doing really well sitting second in the east right now four one and one haven't been in that high in the east in years you two know? points behind who i know Brandon Vasquez. Yeah, Brandon Vasquez and FC yeah. Cincinnati. Damn. I uh, Side note on that, I saw the power rankings show up, what was it, last week or whatever, and I guess I hadn't been paying that much attention to the rest of the league. Yeah. And I saw Cincinnati in first, and I said, what? Yeah. Yeah. What is This isn't Yap Stam Cincinnati. The other thing that was crazy was um, I heard a statistic on uh, the pregame show, uh, Jordan Morris. If you were to guess how many teams in the league – had less goals oh. as a team than Jordan Morris did going into this weekend's this matchup. past weekend. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I could probably name a few of those teams. SKC, he definitely has outscored. LA Galaxy, I think he's outscored. I would say Colorado, probably. I would, I would venture to say eight teams. Eight. It was yeah. It was eight teams. Holy shit! Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I got it right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He has eight goals now. Yeah. After this weekend. Yeah. If that man can stay healthy, which is a huge if, he's had some really bad, like major injuries. Yeah. He's a hell of a player. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it really is. Seattle being like firing like this early no on is. No yeah. kidding. Oh, man. It's yeah. a long season, though, man. I mean, six games in, it's uh, still a long ways to go. But yeah. Boy, I mean, for Atlanta to break the duck on Red Bulls in the regular season is great. But boy, I mean, as a Red Bulls fan, you got to be concerned with what they've done. I mean, four goals yeah. through six matches now, I think it is. Um, no, I didn't even mention them as one of the teams that Jordan Morris has outscored. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's, yeah. it's crazy that they are really, really struggling this year the way that they are. Um, and that that... You know, even against Atlanta, it's like as much as they high pressed, which has typically really been the type of offense that Atlanta has struggled with. Um, 
they made they made some really good chances, but they just for whatever reason couldn't seem to finish them or develop them into anything once they got into the final third consistently. Yeah. Huh. And then still, they're in twelfth. They're yeah. still ahead of DC, and they're still ahead of Charlotte, and they're still ahead of uh, uh, Montreal. Yeah, man. Yeah, just a rundown of the East real quick. On fourteen points, Cincinnati in first, Atlanta on thirteen points, uh, ahead of New England on goals scored, I think, and goal differential. Uh, Columbus in fourth. Columbus with another high scoring game on on Saturday. I think they put up four, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. Aiden Morris scored a couple more goals. Speaking of more uh, Morris, they're not related. Um, Nashville in fifth. NYCFC, who we play on Saturday, is in sixth. Uh, Orlando's in seventh. Philly's in eighth. And then Toronto's in ninth. And then you got Miami, Chicago, New York, D.C., Charlotte, and Montreal. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if it doesn't really matter going into the West. Yeah, St. Louis finally did lose a match. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Um, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. They lost to... Who did they lose? RSL? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they lost one nothing at RSL. And that's RSL's only win of the season. Yeah. Yeah, Seattle's uh, 4-1-1 just like us. They've uh, scored one. Galaxy's one. still winless, right? Yeah, are they the only... No, there's three... There are only three winless teams. Oh, they lost that. to Minnesota. Oh, Minnesota, my bad, yeah. Um, Tony, yeah. Tony Neitzel hopping in, listening while doing a yard, doing yard work. That sounds so weird because it's eight thirty no and dark in Atlanta, yeah. and he's yeah. in Portland. Um, yeah, L.A., Kansas City, and Colorado are the three scoreless or um, winless. winless teams. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And oh, <laughs> L.A. has scored three goals. Kansas City scored two. Colorado scored two. Wild. That is sad. Yep. That is a sad state of affairs over there in the West. Um, yeah. Should be a fun season. We have uh, expanded playoffs too. Do and we play else. St. Louis this season? Um, if we don't, I don't, we should. I think we play everybody one time, right? I don't know if it's still like that with the amount of games that there are. Let's in the see. Season with the amount of teams that are in um, the league now. Yeah, you might be right. Used to be that we played everybody, but now I don't think that that's the we case. We don't play St. Louis. We did yeah. get a taste of them in um, preseason. We beat them the last preseason match, which was behind closed doors. We beat them 2-1. But, yeah, yeah they're not um, – yeah, I guess we don't play them. You're right. Yeah, whenever we first came into MLS, I feel like we played everybody in the East twice, a home and away, and then we played everybody out West alternating – I feel like that was the case. Home, away, home, no. away, home, away. But yeah, yeah. I don't, that's clearly not the case anymore. I mean, there's been four teams that have joined since then, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Austin, LAFC, Lewis, Cincinnati, LAFC. Yeah, four. We're missing anybody? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Minnesota joined when we joined. Yeah. 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 Huh. Um, any other Oh, Inter Miami. Oh, yeah, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, any other standout things from this match? Anything really like, um, you know, a standout thing for me was, um, you know, Guzan going down with that challenge. Oof, yeah. Couldn't yeah. help but feel a little like, oh, here we go. Like he's coming back off of an injury, tough challenge. Like, how's this going to be? But he bounced right up, seemed to be okay. So that's promising to see for sure. Well, how was that? Oh, I guess I was going to say that was only a yellow card too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I guess it was just because of the the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he was clearly making a play on the ball, but yeah. it, it, I guess in that circumstance, and he was inside the six, like it's a goal scoring opportunity in that regard because he was so close to goal. Had it been at the top of the eighteen, I could maybe see a red for something like yeah. that. But you know, you're right in front of goal. I mean, again, that that ref was just so. He wasn't good. Yeah, he wasn't good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had how many yellow cards? You- we had four and they had six. It was ten total. I know that. Oh, like I said, crazy. it was half of the field players that got yeah. yellow cards yeah. that match. I thought uh Hosatu gave us a nice spark whenever he came in. Yeah, he almost yeah. got a goal. Yeah. Again, was- that was a great link up play with Almada, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He just sort of thread the needle there to the top of the Yeah, it was yeah. unfortunate that he wasn't able to get on the end of that. Um I thought that he brought um, a lot of life. I just struggle for the life of me to figure out what his natural position is with yeah. this team. Yeah. 
because we see we've seen him play the six, we've seen him play an eight, we've seen him play further up, which I felt like he played further up on Saturday. Yeah. I don't know what where he works best or if he's just like more of a utility man at yeah. this point. Chol had to Chol had some good reps. He yeah. had a great little run of play with a one-on-one over on the sideline yeah. that ended up getting a little breakaway. It ultimately fell apart, but he had he had some good good touches there too. Um yeah, I think overall, I mean everybody got some good reps, but it was just it was like I said, it was just one of those frustrating wins. It's like, man, you know, they we just we gave away some opportunities that we shouldn't have. Um the sort of yeah, just the the tactical side of things seemed a little haphazard at times. How crisp some of the passes were just wasn't really there. Um to your point, you know, it was Almada's lowest player rating of the season. I mean, with that said, he still had a great game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I think it was still a good showing. certainly promising, especially coming off of that Columbus match, right? Like that was the biggest thing was like, can they at least knock the dust off? You've got one key player with Gutman out. Let, let's try to right the ship, get back in here, get back to work, figure out what we're doing on the left side. Um, and then let the rest of it just, go back to work and they were more than capable of doing that at least. Yeah. And those two things stand out there to me, to your point, it's mental fortitude, being able to bounce back like that. And even though what we had seven guys in a physical game, no less. Yes. Yeah. 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 We had seven guys not present for that Columbus game, but everybody in that organization surely felt that that six, one loss, right? Like that was had to have been harped on. Oh yeah. All week. Oh yeah. You know, whether it's the media or it is internally and it's pressure being put on by Pineda being put on, on, you know, from the front office, anything like that, or from the players themselves and the leadership and the veterans in that locker room, you know, we got to be better than that. And to come out and, and not give up. Uh, this is the other thing I was going to say is this is a like, to me, the perfect example of a game that in years past, we would have given up a clusterfuck goal. Yeah. Like in the box, there would have been yeah. some scramble and then yep. Tom Barlow would have got on the end of it or somebody like, right. I feel like that is what I was waiting for on bated breath, for, you know, post what was it? The 11th minute, the Yakamaka yeah. score seventh Eighth. minute. Yeah. 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 After that, I was like, we're, I feel like we're we're just bound for a, either a late first half or a stoppage time, you know, equalizer. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Right. And I think that shows a little bit of maturity from the team. It also shows that we had, you know, probably more control over the game than I thought we did during oh, yeah. the during the run of play. Yeah. No, definitely. Has there been any update? I haven't looked into it. Um, any update on um uh, Gutman's injury? I don't know. I was actually gonna ask you. I figured you guys are kindred spirits, so you would probably <laughs> know. Um, hold on. Andrew Gutman. No, I hadn't looked into it, so I don't know. Um, I, I meant to look at it before I'd come over here, but I completely forgot. You know, I think that last week there was questions about whether or not it was a hamstring or it's just he's just week or, to week, and it's an adductor injury. Gotcha. Which is your quad? So right. typically, I think that's been about a three to five week sort of stint that we've seen with those. Oh, it's a hip um, injury. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Your adductors up in your hip. Yeah. I think those have been about a, a three to five week in the past. You so. need to send him over to Serbia, get that placenta massage, and just get Whatever him back into training the next day. Yeah. And be good to go. That's all Deshaun was trying to get, I think. <laughs> you got to stop. He's got hip pain, man. Yeah. You got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop. Um, no Dan this week, so I don't have a Dan load. Anything else from the Red Bulls game that you can think of? Uh, let's think here. What do you guys got in the trap? <laughs> Bruno Kubas, I'll donate my hip if he needs one. Um, and to Mateo's point, the team is being super cautious with injuries this year. I expect no least no less than four weeks total. Yeah, I, I would think the same, Mateo. It, it'll probably be on the five-week side of things for sure. Um, and rightfully so. If you don't need them, don't play them. Right now, especially. I mean, if the team's playing well and getting results, yeah. you know, even if we drop a game or two here or there, uh, nobody wants to hear it, but we'll be all right, you know. Um, yeah, especially no, absolutely. with the league that what is it now? Eight teams, nine teams get into the playoffs out of each conference. Nine. Yeah. No, I was gonna say eight 
eight teams across the league don't make the playoffs. Yeah. It's actually not that bad, not that far off from it because what do we have 14 in each conference? Something like that. Is that right? Yeah, 14 in each con- or 15 in the East. But yeah, there are Oh, Nashville is another one, by the way. So that's six teams that have joined since Atlanta joined. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's wow. a lot of Garber bucks. Yeah, no kidding. It's it's like it's weird to think about that. Nine hundred million dollars in expansion. Five page, right? years it's been. Six years. Since we joined? Yeah. Well, I mean, we joined back Six then years. in 2014. No, but 50, 2017 was 2017. This is year seven. Yeah. Okay. So seven years, seven teams have joined, basically. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And I want, we have to get... Are we getting one more next year? Who is it next year? I, if, I, I don't know. I, I mean, the conferences are just uneven. Oh, uh, I don't 15 know. 15 East and 14 West. But what happens... If and when, who's seemingly the favorites, Indy Eleven make it into MLS? Oh, that's right. And they're they're not a West Co- or like they're not a Western Conference team. Right. What do you do? Who do you shift over to the West? Is there a, is there a Chicago's further west than Indianapolis? Is, is there an expectation on when they would join? I don't know. I think they've invested um, um, like some crazy amount of money. Nathan into Explosion their- said he thinks it's Vegas. Brittany has said the same thing. Vegas. Okay. I didn't even realize they were getting a team. That's crazy. Oh, when I when I type in Las Vegas MLS, it's just real estate. <laughs> <laughs> San Diego or Las Vegas. Yeah, this is from February. Our favorites. San Diego or, or Vegas are favorites for the new team. That makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. And then at what point do you st- Job. since 2019 oh is that vegas lights is that is it that their minor league or the i don't think league? it would be them but yeah usl team right now yeah. right yeah yeah it wouldn't be the lights and it wouldn't be san diego loyal either i don't think they would is it the lights up. that have the llamas i think so yeah yeah and i'm pretty yeah. sure freddie adu played for them at one point oh really i didn't know that i'm pretty sure he did uh oh that's funny he played for somebody maybe he played for uh who's the meow wolf team oh mexico city or new mexico yeah um no it was freddie do play for las vegas lights back in 2018 wow back yeah. in 2018 he was still playing in 2018 you got to remember he was 14 when he made his debut that was in 2000 he's younger than we are yeah that was in 2004 he's 33 oh wow yeah yeah okay yeah that, that adds up yeah um what we got in the trap here Argentina lost to Saudi Arabia their first game of the World Cup. They also have a small magician coincidence. We're obviously winning the World Cup this season. Yeah. Winning it all this year. Um, yeah, Bruno Kuba saying, thinking back to the Columbus game, didn't we lose like 4 nothing against Houston our first game of the year? We won Cup. We true. did. True. Very true. Yeah. We lost that match in uh, Tata. Yeah, that was Tata's last season with us. I guess did he do two seasons with us. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then Frank 17, did two, 18. and then Heinz uh, did a half a season. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been a long time. It's been yeah. a long time. How's uh, man? Without Dan here, I feel like I'm talking out of my ass about NYCFC. I feel like uh, I've seen them trend upward so far. I definitely but did I, not do any research on that. But I'm I'm probably wrong. They drew against New England this weekend. Nathan Explosion, give us some intel on New York City FC this year. Oh, I like it. Um, obviously, without a bear who's in Seattle now. Um, trying to think who else they're without. Did Maxi Morales leave? Yep, he plays for racing down in Argentina. What's his face still there? Um Castellanos. Castellanos, yeah. He's on loan at Girona in, in Spain, which guy. is I'm pretty sure um I'm pretty sure Citigroup owns them too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So they're just like laundering money back and forth. Um the Man City owners. Because they own they own the two city teams, they own Girona, and they also own I'm pretty sure there's another team that they own. Melbourne FC Montevideo, uh, Palermo, they own 80% of in Italy. Wow. Yeah. 
Nathan says it hasn't been great. They are they aren't scoring like before. Well, I mean they're without those two guys, right? Or those three guys. Yeah. But it is a road game for Atlanta, right? Yep, we're going so. up to good old um, Yankee Stadium. How many more years do we have to do this shit? Yeah, that's when is when is when is NYCFC Stadium breaking ground? I feel like Cincinnati built theirs in six months and somehow NYCFC can't get theirs built over the course of five years. I can imagine, though, the red tape around. Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, 2027, Nathan says. Good grief. Jesus. And somehow the construction cost in the city, they're in Queens, is still like $780 million. That's it. Wow. That seems Relatively small, right? I would think so, yeah. Especially like given the property values in yeah. New York and everything yeah. and what you're probably displacing. No, absolutely. I would imagine you're displacing. Yeah. And I just look at that. I know it's a 25,000-seat stadium, but I look at that compared to like what SoFi cost, what... Yeah. What, what did the bins cost? I want to say like $2 billion, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. $2 billion? That's crazy. I'm pretty sure that's what it cost, if I'm not mistaken. I wonder if that included all the demo of the dome and all that. Let's see. Cost, 1.6. Yeah. It was the projected construction cost. You know what SoFi Stadium cost in LA? 2.2. I'm pretty sure it was over five. What? Yeah. Um, no. What am I thinking of that costs like, yeah, construction costs five to six billion dollars. Yikes. Those architects just raking it in. <laughs> How many hours did they did they bill? It's all cost it's all percentage based on cost of construction. So uh, well that's cool. Nathan Explosion says they're also building residencies and a shopping mall with the stadium. Oh, so doing like a little battery situation with it? Yeah, I guess so. That seems to be the model. I like it. It's it's definitely better than so we were up my brother and I were up in uh, Indiana Indiana last week um, we were driving we flew into Indianapolis and their yeah their stadiums are just in at least Lucas Oil's just in the middle of a rail like what seems like a rail yard and like a warehouse area there's not much there it's almost like what Turner Field was before there was right. any sort of and I still feel like there's not really any development down there it's better I feel like it's better than it was sure yeah. You know, but I felt like there were states at least made something out of it. Oh, yeah, that's true. You I know? just mean, in ter- yeah, I mean, beforehand, though, like if you go to Turner Field, you're not going there to hang out before no, the game, no. after the game or anything no, like that. I know people have say what they say about, you know, truest, but you can go there and yeah. you have a whole day there before, you know, before, after, during the game, whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Braves, speaking of which, I think they won their I think they won the opener. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, and they they lost the second game, yeah. won the f- third game. Yeah. yeah, they're looking good. Um, and w- yeah, I don't have a whole lot to say about NYCFC. It's obviously it's going to suck not having Andrew Gutman again for another week. Um, where are they at in terms of goals given up? They've given up seven goals so far. We've given up nine. Granted, six six of them were in one match. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I don't know that we will have that hard of a time scoring. I don't know. I have a feeling we're going to end up with like a 1-1 draw or we're going to end up losing the game or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I'll say no nil. It's never easy to go up there um no matter the the circumstance, but Yeah, I'll say no nil. What are you guys thinking of the trap? How are you feeling about Saturday's match? Um Yeah. I think the adjustment on that field and the way that Atlanta has been playing and how much they struggled with the the passing lanes being shut down with Red Bulls on a larger field, seeing that compress slightly with the NYCFC team. I think, I mean, and even with that, you know, the goal that Atlanta did score this past week was just a, you know, finders keepers kind of goal, you know. Yakamakas just happened to be right place, right time uh, to slot that home. It wasn't like they were making a ton of chances. Hosetu's, I think, is probably the best that we had all night um, at the end of the match. But overall, I think it lends itself to either nil-nil or one-nil loss potentially, um, like you said. So yeah, Bruno Kubas asking, or Bruno Kubas asking, uh, what do you guys think Yako will think about the stadium? I feel like it's going to be like a real Gulliver's Travels type situation in that stadium for him yeah 
No, but I mean, that's a good point. I mean, if, if you feel like the passing lanes are going to be there in a smaller field, do you hoof it up the field or, or try to play a little more, not conservative, but a little more methodical through him yeah. or like, um, have him hold up or try and feed balls. in. um, I don't think I've really seen Brooks Lennon try and whip crosses in. Uh, it's been a couple of bashes. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel like I saw that at all. I saw him a lot on overlapping runs yep. and and playing the ball back towards in uh towards the inside of the inside of the field. But this might be a match that we try and bomb the wings and just hoof balls into the into the eighteen and see if Yako can get on the end of it. Yeah, I just don't think that Almada is going to have as much room to roam as he's been accustomed to in recent weeks. I think that that's going to be the big change for. Atlanta tactically going into this matchup. I don't know how that's going to work out. If they're if they're swarming him like Red Bulls did on a smaller field, I don't know that Atlanta's offense is successful. I mean, he really is the engine that drives that offense. I don't know that Atlanta's going to have a high scoring game if they score at all. You know, what are the what's the most amount of goals they've given up this season? Um, so a couple predictions in the trap while you're looking that up. Uh, Brittany S one, one draw Nathan explosion two one win NYCFC, uh, Patrick Delaney two, two, uh, two road games. I'll take a point two, three, and I'll be hype. Uh, Elliot Beaven two, two Nathan explosion. We really need to win this game. I'm assuming he's meaning NYCFC. Um, and Mateo, last time I made a prediction, we lost 6-1. I'm not chiming in on this one. Yeah. Um, two goals is the most they've given up in a game Yeah, so far this season. It was against DC, who aren't the best team in the league. And it was at Yankee Stadium. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, Benteke got on the end of one of those on a header. So, um, yeah, maybe we can probably play that same that same mentality or with that same mentality on Saturday. I don't know. Yeah. It's I, been fun to watch though, man. I mean, every week I'm excited to watch the team play, which is more than I can. And say we can years. watch them play without True. issue this year. True. That's the other, True. we haven't talked that much about that, but I feel like we've gotten, um, a common, some combination of Moa do or Kevin Egan for the past, yeah. like most of the matches this season. And it's been kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Egan obviously wasn't because on this weekend because he was doing WrestleMania. Yeah. Did you um do you ever turn on the the Conti broadcast at all? I did the very first week. But and they I, look at different. Yeah, it was just a little weird because right? it doesn't really line up yeah. whenever it's outside of commentary on the actual play by play, whenever there's any sort of um all right. I guess it would just be color commentary. I feel like it's doesn't really line up with sometimes with what's going on gotcha. on the broadcast itself because they're watching in stadium. Right. Yeah. Right. What about you? I have not. Yeah. I have not. Oh, um, I anybody in the trap that's have you guys been doing that on the broadcast, listening over to the Conte and Longshore? Yeah. Do you guys and and on Twitter, like, what do you guys prefer? Yeah. Listening to the app, I I feel like for the most part the Apple TV crew's been pretty solid. Yeah. Um, do you listen to the Apple TV broadcast or do you listen to the radio broadcast? I was a little, um, surprised because the on air, like the broadcast crew was talking about that feature. They're like, you could switch over if you guys want to. I was like, Oh, it's interesting. Cause yeah. they're not part of the Apple broadcast team. Right, so, right. um, Elliot says he listens to radio. Yeah. Brittany says that Brittany asked saying, uh, no, she was afraid it wasn't going to line up as well. I feel like it lines up like timeline wise, but it doesn't, it's just, yeah, it's just those just the nuances delay, yeah. and there's no, um, whenever you switch over to it, you don't really get the on field noise that you get whenever you listen uh, to the broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what Anthony Nigel was saying. The crowd sounds better on the Apple broadcast feed. Um, Oh yeah, I, I noticed that too, Patrick. That you can't listen to the radio crew on the playback. Oh, uh, you can only do that on the live. That version. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the Colonel. I don't know if I've seen the Colonel show I up. I've seen that either. Yeah, it's uh, it's pronounced Colonel, and it's the highest rank in the military. Um, MLS season pass rocks. Keith Costigan was great. Um, yeah, I've been I've been really really happy. I know I didn't watch the Columbus game live. 
that was the only one that's really had real glitches, right? Yeah, I've had a lot of issues with it. Like I, I watched. Oh, really? Half, I watched half of it, and then I the went, Columbus match. Yeah, okay, when gotcha. I went back to rewatch the other half, like it just wouldn't load. No matter what I tried to do, every other replay has worked fine. But for whatever reason, that match just wouldn't work. Whenever I was trying to do that last week, so gotcha. That's what it is. I guess I spared myself having to watch the second half of that match in general. So, oh yeah, I do remember getting that text from you. Yeah, because we weren't watching it live. I don't remember what we were doing at the time, but yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's I hope. Uh, I think I was talking to Angie about this. I was like, I just want more leagues, more Apple to buy up the rights to more leagues. Yeah. Well, they're in talks to getting the rights to MLB next year, I believe. They have some of it right now. Yeah. They do yeah. broadcast, I think, at least last year was on Fridays. I don't know if that's all it's with now, but um, yeah. It would be nice. They've done like a good, I feel like there's like a no frills mentality to it, but at the same time, it's like a really polished uh, product. I could see them getting something like live or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not live with all the uh, back. Is that still a thing? Oh yeah. I don't, I don't really pay that much attention they, to golf. They, yeah. They're broadcasting with the, I think they have broadcasting deal with CW for their stuff. And apparently what I saw a couple months ago, I don't know how true it is, but the league bought like a large parcel of property on the outskirts of Augusta to potentially build a golf course to compete against the Masters. <sighs> when is the Masters? Is next that, week or next this weekend? This weekend? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. Um, yeah, are they canon? Like, all I think about in the DC universe, like, that's all I think about with the CW is just, like, these rinky-dink DC shows. You see the trailer came out for uh, Blue Beetle today, speaking of which? I didn't. Does it look yeah. good? It looks all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I was talking to my brother. He said the reception that he's seen from the Flash movie, that it's, the, like, the best. It's just Batman uh, Homecoming, basically. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's everything it seems like. Like they just they got Michael Keaton in. It, like everything in the trailer was just like Michael Keaton's back as Batman. Oh yeah, Flash is in this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pretty excited to watch it if it didn't have Ezra Miller in it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. That, yeah, it's supposed to be like the best DCU movie really? so far. Interesting. Yeah. I really like Suicide Squad, the new one. So. I still haven't watched it. I need to. Yeah. I really because that, that first one was boy was that a stinker yeah that was terrible that the was new, a the terrible movie stinker. yeah um yeah i haven't watched anything no movies did see ant-man did you watch ant-man no uh stacy and i were actually talking we've got a slew of movies that i want to go see now ant-man uh mario's coming out and then d i want to go see the dungeons and dragons movie too Dude, that's getting like crazy good reviews. I want to go yeah. watch it in theaters. It'd be fun. I saw the production value and I was like, oh, that's going to be bad. And then all the reviews are yeah. like, this is great. Yeah. This is like, yeah. okay. Yeah. That's a good cast. It's got the D&D Discord and a tizzy boy. Everybody's <laughs> excited about that movie. Oh my God. Joe Johnstone's on spring break. He's just living it up watching Dungeons and Dragons in theaters. Oh my God. <laughs> um... What is 65? Mateo said he watched 65 the other weekend. And that was horrendous. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Nathan Explosion saying he, uh, for us to watch John Wick 4. <laughs> I haven't watched the second or third one. I really did like the first movie. But uh, yeah, there's just not enough time. Not enough time when you're watching Love is Blind season four. I know. I'm, I'm two episodes in. <laughs> God, I... I blame college for the amount of trash TV I watch because yeah. we would just sit around, yeah. watch VH1 yeah. reality TV shows. Um, we've been watching Daisy Jones in the six, like loosely based on Fleetwood Mac in gotcha. the 60s or 70s. Gotcha. 70s. Um, it's on Apple TV. It's pretty solid. Um, and then Ted Lasso. We haven't caught up on the last episode of Ted Lasso yet. I think yet. we're one or two behind on Ted Lasso and Mandalorian. And yeah. We haven't really been watching a whole lot, but now we've got Apple TV. I've got a bunch of stuff that I got to start. So, oh yeah, um, yeah. There's some there's some good stuff on there. Yeah. Um, did you ever watch Severance? Nope. Oh boy, that should be at the top of your list. That is no, the best um, Apple TV show. What's it called? It's at the top of my list right now. Um, 
the one that you guys and Danny were telling me about um, with uh, the guy from oh fuck man my brain is just dead right now Harrison Ford and oh shrinking um, yeah shrinking's great shrinking yeah. and Mythic Quest are the two at the top of my list right now. oh yeah I watched the first like two episodes of Mythic Quest not that long ago it's good though it's yeah. it's community yeah it's like community Silicon Valley yeah um, 60, Mateo reminding us 65 is that movie with Adam Driver and the dinosaurs oh <laughs> Turok the movie I forgot about that future Turok I was psyched about it whenever I first saw that he was going to do it and then I haven't heard anything about it I guess that's why oh my god I forgot about that 65 million years ago you know what I just watched there were humans you know what I just watched with Adam Driver in it that I never got around to watching before. Him punching I, the wall? <laughs> that marriage story that I really whatever. fucking loved was um, Logan Luck. I still Logan Lo- Lucky. Yeah, with him and um, Daniel Craig. Yeah. And is it uh, Channing Tatum's yeah. in that, right? Yeah. Is it I good? really fucking liked yeah. it. I watched it on the airplane. Yeah. That's where I've been watching all my movies lately. Watched that. Watched everything everywhere all at once on the plane. Um, yeah. How was that? I really liked that yeah. too. Yeah. I watched that. Really enjoyed it. Um. Oh, Succession. That's the other thing we've been watching. Oh yeah. God, that is good TV. Yeah. That is just incredible TV. What else do we have in here? Um, Secret Invasion trailer came out. Um, dude, I can't keep up with all the MCU shit. Well, a lot of it's about to get blown up because the biggest villain and the centerpiece of the entire phase just got in trouble for domestic violence. So I saw that that was. It was it was thrown out because it was like faulty claims or something like that. Somebody was telling me that yes, he did he did get arrested initially, but that he's already been like released and all that because it was off. But this is all hearsay at this point from my standpoint. I don't know that it it actually has like he's got charges or anything like that that or if it was just somebody accusing him of that. Gotcha. I could very much be wrong, though. I, yeah, I'm trying to keep again, up. Again, I just I, I didn't even know it had happened, and I was in the middle of a conversation, and somebody else had said that it was thrown out because it was just accusations and not an actual charge that was upheld. But yeah, if that actually happens, that's going to blow everything up on that end. I have no idea what happens there. Even just the stink of it, I think, might be too much for him to stay attached to it. But I, what do I know? Yeah. Yeah, see, Bruno Kubas, the girl, dropped charges. Oh, interesting. Okay. She got that Marvel money. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I really don't know any of the details. Because I thought I had that. heard some other stuff about him on set and that sort of thing, too. But really? Yeah, maybe not. I don't I don't know. That's good. I mean, if that, if that didn't happen, or if it's not to the extent that's better, because... I really like everything that he's in, typically, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, he was great in Ant-Man. He was really- great in... Um, Lovecraft Country, too. Mm. And I really want to see the new Creed with him in it, too. Uh, Yeah, the Colonel. I can't keep up with all the internet shit. When's the internet tonight? Yeah. Um, It's so much, man. There's so much going on all the time. It's impossible to keep up with it all. It is impossible to keep up with. I just, yeah, I don't have time. No. No. I don't have the time or the energy to waste on that. Uh, anyway, I don't have anything else for tonight unless you've got anything. No, no, I don't. Um, U.S. Open Cup. Did you already say that? Uh, no, Nathan Explosion said it. Open Cup game start tomorrow. And it's like, when does MLS get involved? It's probably like the fourth or fifth round. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it wasn't until like June that they actually get involved. Yeah. It's yeah. Right now it's just USL. It it looks like a bunch of Sunday league teams. Honestly, a lot of teams without even, without even, uh, without crests. Hey buddy, some of our biggest fans and listeners and friends are in Sunday leagues. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I don't know. Are they competing in us open cup is is Sheffield Saturday or Sheffield Sunday on uh, us open cup? Probably. They could probably beat a handful of those teams. I would think. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. Um, um yeah i think that'll do it where can they find you oh, they can find me on instagram at tim herb uh i'm pretty much just at 
our Twitter at this point. Uh, <laughs> Home Before Dark, that's before. Spoke yeah. being the number four. Um, thank you guys for tuning in, hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, we get involved in Open Cup round three late April. Uh, wow. So that was sooner than I thought. Um, come hang out with us next week. Until then, as always, Home Before Dark. I guess.